I'm Mike Gorman, and you're listening to the Celtics Pod podcast for Celtics Blog. Here's your host, Adam Taylor. What's up, everybody? Happy Monday. No basketball. The game got cancelled. We're going to tell you all about it and how we feel about it right now. I'm joined by Mr. Brendan Nunes. He's chilling. It's early in the morning for him. I don't think he's too awake at the moment. Let's go see. What's up, Brendan? Yeah, I'm in the process of waking up, man. Um, Just, yeah, getting at it. I really wish I'd be more awake if I was still riding the high of a win on Miami against Miami on the shoulders of Peyton Pritchard and Aaron Neesmith and eight players on the whole roster. Um, I wish I genuinely wish we could have watched this. It would have been horrible, um, but we would have got to see a whole lot of Aaron Neesmith minutes and it probably would have been the most exciting part to me. And Pritchard would have dropped like 40 points. He would have topped this 33 from, from um, uh, crap, the Philadelphia um, Tyrese Maxey, who, it was 30-something points on 33 attempts. It was 18 to 33 from the field. I'm telling you, Baton Pritchard would have had 50 points if he's the only guy out there. Brendan's voice went a little bit crackly at the end of that. It still happens. It still happens. Yeah, it's voice still breaking, bro. Yeah, why not? Why not? I, I wouldn't <laughs> mind if it got deeper, you know? <laughs> yeah, but you don't want it too deep. No, 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 no. But I'm not, like, quite there yet. You know, like, one more notch down doesn't get to that point. Yeah, one more notch down, I'll be fine. And the great thing is, when people hear this, they hear it post-editing. So I can I can raise that pitch however much I want, you know? Or lower that pitch. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know why I said raise. It definitely you doesn't want need that to be raised. No, no. And we should auto-tune some of this. I can't afford auto-tune, dude. No? Well, no, we'll do a cheap auto-tune and it'll sound horrible. Well, rappers make millions doing that, so I'm sure exactly. we can get away with it. Exactly. I'm sure. Talking of the game, the one thing, like I was talking about this yesterday on um some social media platform. I failed to remember which one. There's a and lot th- at this point. Yeah, there's more popping up daily, dude. Yeah. But the thing that I was really intrigued about was I got to speaking about how the defense is going to look, obviously before the game was postponed. And yeah. My- was Brad Stevens is going to have two options. He's because in my mind, going man to man when you, most of your players are uh, negative six foot guys is not physically possible because somebody's going to be man man to man defending like uh, Duncan Robinson, and when they try and put a hand in his face, it's going to be like his chest. You know, like there's going to be no shot deterrence whatsoever. Yeah. So I was like, man, maybe it should be something like a, a triangle and two. Or maybe if you get Taco on there, you try and funnel shooters towards Taco, so you play some luck and trail. Like there was a lot of defensive questions that I was asking, but then I remembered that this isn't Nick Nurse coaching the team, so we were probably just going to get a very switchable lineup that was just going to get absolutely mauled by Bam Adebayo mid mid pick and rolls. And uh, I'm kind of happy it didn't happen. I feel like it saved us being sad because this would have been a very sad podcast. Well, so apparently the game gets postponed because Miami doesn't have eight players. Yeah, so that was a, a fail with the track and trace, right? So because one guy who had the test came back inconclusive, they were unable to track and trace the rest of the team. Right. So it was something to do with that. I'm not too sure on exactly what, but I think due to the protocols, or the protocols, depending on if you're English or American. Wait, wait, uh, say that again. Say that again for me. Protocol. 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 How protocol. do you say it? Protocol. 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 Yeah. We're saying the same thing, no? 
Yeah, but when I say it fast, that sounds like I'm saying protocols. Okay. Because it's pretty much the same thing here, I think. Uh, all right, maybe I'm overanalyzing. <laughs> anyway, uh, there was something to do with the protocol where it was more like, oh, well, if we can't say that you're negative, we don't know if the other guys are asymptomatic and they're just not showing up on a test yet. So it dropped them below the eight guys. I was shocked when I saw Miami too, to be honest. But I saw a bit of hate for Boston on social media saying, why does the Celtics game get cancelled when the Sixers had to play with an injured man? Where the Sixers tried to do something shady and the Celtics were ready to play. So that there's always that. Is this the uh, injuries, unreported injuries to Simmons and Embiid? Yeah, that was shady. Dude. Yeah, when like, I saw that, I was like, okay, well, they're trying to get out of the game. And I don't really blame them. Um, no, me neither. Like, I understand why. I mean, the only the only coach that would love that situation is Tibbs. You're right. Yeah, Tibbs would just roll out a normal rotation. Uh, yeah, it'd be no big deal. Um, yeah, Dude, seven, I, seven I men the, for Philly. I looked at the highest played minutes, like players leading the league in minutes the other day. Uh, I think it was yesterday, actually. And Julius Randle and RJ Barrett are just like fighting each other for that title right now. Yeah, yeah. Tibbs would have loved to go into a game with seven or eight guys. He's like, "Yep, this is my. This is where I shine." He's this like, "What's is where the difference?" I shine. Yeah, yeah, dude. He's like, "Don't I only have seven players?" What are you talking yeah. about? Why do I need more than seven guys? <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Just give me Taj Gibson. What's the big deal?" <laughs> Wherever I go, I don't care if he's 40, 50, 60. I need Taj Gibson. Exactly. Yeah, but, and he's gonna play thirty minutes a night at very least. I saw some jokes flying around like Evan Turner's going to end up suiting up. Obviously, that's not possible because he's a coach now on a coaching contract, not a playing contract. But no, I'm kind of happy it didn't go go forwards. Uh, more for, I understand why everybody was happy for Aaron Neesmith. Like this was going to be a real big run for him, a big test. And it was a, definitely going to be a trial by fire. But if that doesn't work and you're abysmal, then imagine the confidence it's going to give you like as a negative yeah, but at very least, like, I mean, he's going to go out there and kind of get, I guess maybe you don't get a rhythm, but I mean, like, he was going to be forced to play 25 minutes at very, very least. And honestly, he was going to be forced to play like 40 minutes because he's the only wing on on the roster. Like, we should get out the guys that were available. Um, Peyton Pritchard, Tremont Waters, Carson Edwards, tiny, right? And then Jeff Teague and Marcus Smart. Um, your two big men are Daniel Tice and Taco Fall, and then your one wing is Aaron Neesmith. And I guess you could put Marcus Smart as a wing because um, I'm sure the other guys are all point guards, obviously. Um, but, like, Neesmith would have been forced to play so many freaking minutes. And I think, yeah, like, even if it didn't go great for him, I, I think getting all that run um, would have been good for him. And, I mean, he would have been able to put a lot of shots up. And even if he's making – 30% of his threes just to kind of get into a little bit of a rhythm and be able have the freedom to throw those up, I think would have been good. You know, like I said, Tyrese Maxey shot 18 of 33 from the field in 44 minutes. I mean, if you don't know where you need to be on defense coming into this game, you're going to know where you need to be on defense by the end of it. Like I'm, I was actually like, I understand why I didn't want it to go ahead, just because the size disparity, um, Bam Adebayo was probably going to break every NBA record for a big man that ever existed. Because- By the way, I have a fantasy team that I was uh, that I was on, and the uh, the opposing guy had Bam Adebayo, and the game got postponed, and I won by one point. So could you imagine, dude? I live. Yeah, I just – it was amazing. It was amazing. I talked Can so I much live, crap dude? like I did something. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, this is what you get. This is what I'm you like, get. Let's go, dude, man. It's bad. Like I drafted you. <laughs> I had the foresight to know that this was going this exact game. This because I'm an insider, you know. Yeah, I saw this coming. Yeah. <laughs> well, because you record from indoors. Yeah, pretty much. It's the I whole thing, this. right? I thought that's how this works. Yeah, we record from indoors. We're insiders, dude. Yeah. This is what happened. Yeah, half our listeners are insiders. Yep, the other guys are commuters that are maybe in a car, in True. a train. They're, everyone's an insider, dude. Yeah. Go on social media. You genuinely believe that. They, yes. No, and so will they. Yeah. I had somebody tell me, like, I went to a player's house the other day. I'm like, which player? Just a player. What, for college? High school? Kindergarten? Where, where are we going college. with this? Yeah. yeah the, a YMCA Duke player. Yeah, you went to Jay Scrub's house, huh? When you were right. hey, hey, don't disrespect Jay Scrub. Calm down, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes aside, like I get it. I was nervous. I was expecting a little bit of Marcus Smart at the free, just because you know. Where yeah. else? Play him like <laughs> so. My my starting five at the time when I was kind of mapping this out in my mind was going to be like um Jeff Teague, Carson Edwards, Marcus Smart. Neesmith and Tice to start. That was going to be the kind of five that I rolled out with. And then obviously, because you want Peyton Pritchard off the bench, because if you play Pritchard and Teague as the starting one and two, then who do you really have giving you the scoring punch off that bench? Well, but I mean, you only have three guys on your bench. You know what I mean? Exactly. And none of them can score. So at least bring Pritchard off the bench. Yeah, I probably would have started Pritchard because I think like you're gonna stagger anyways, like since you're forced to. Um, but I, I see where you're coming from. The smart was going to be the the free, right? I, guess I mean, even you... like Tremont started over Pritchard at one point this year. Yeah, because I, I just think there's more value to bring in somebody like Pritchard off the bench that can run a secondary offense and be like a photo focal point scorer on a secondary offense that you know, if you put him in the starting lineup, are you are you really maximizing that value at this moment in time? Right, but uh, yes, yeah, smart. It has to be your three in this one, and uh, Aaron Neesmith has to be your four, even though both those guys are probably twos. I mean, bearing this in mind as well, there's a, there's a chance that this is the way they look when they line up again tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? It is tomorrow, right? I believe so. Um, let me like it's quite it's yeah, highly against likely. Chicago. Yeah, it's highly likely that this is how they line up tomorrow against Chicago, um, because it's like a what is it a seven to ten day. No, so yeah, because of that, it's highly likely that we're going to see some of these similar rotations against Chicago, which is cool. Like, I understand it. I just think defensively, then, you know, for me, a triangle and two is perfect. You can go, or you can go Marcus Smart and uh, Aaron Neesmith, because they're probably two of your. Neesmith's got the size, Smart's obviously your best defender at this point. Go them two man to man, and then have the other three guys play a little bit of zone. If that doesn't work, then you want to do like a, you want to funnel guys, you know, you want to funnel every, if you, if you play a triangle and two and that doesn't work, the next thing for me is funneling shooters, pushing them off the line and forcing them to go against Taco above the rim. You know, you're amazing for trying because I look at this and I'm like, there's no defense. Like this is just not going to happen. No, there's always a way. Like I don't think a box and one would work, but for me that triangle and two, so you've got two man to man and then you'll have a three point zone. That yeah. works for me because I just feel like you're you're 
I, I mean, and, and against Chicago, like Zach him. Levine's clearly the guy, you know? Yeah, so you have to man-to-man him. And then for yeah. me, you'd have to man-to-man probably Lowry if he's playing. Yeah, which I don't Barkin think he is. I think, Lowry, it, I think it would be uh, Kobe White probably. Yeah, so you go man-to-man, you man-to-man those two guys, and then you play a three-man zone behind them. That, that's the only idea I've got, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a good try. Um, I, I'm going out there and just trying to outscore outscore you. I'm trying to get all up in your shorts, which sounds absolutely horrible. Um, play extremely physical defense and force steals um, and just be running to the other end, play in transition as much as possible with this small lineup. Even with Taco Falls out there, Taco Falls, the tallest, the fastest 12 footer you've ever seen in your life. 100 um, feet tall, dude. He's like the Empire State Building running across the court. Yeah. This is you, why I said a luck and trail defense, dude, because you'd put really pressure on guys and force them to go against Taco at the rim. Right. And then he'd just literally hold the ball like Michael. You know, when someone tries to dunk, he'd just hold it like a monster and just walk them to the other side of the floor and drop them and the ball through the hoop. Yeah. Undersized Wendell Carter. No chance. No yeah, chance. Dude. But this is why I was like trying to get really creative with how the defense should work. Because, you know, the best type of defense is a def- – sorry, the best way to limit – edit that. The best way to maximize transition is to force turnovers and force block shots. So if you're playing luck and trail, then you can really funnel guys towards the rim. And then if you're going triangle and two, then it's a high pressure on the two primary scorers. And then you're hoping that your three guys can at least read the passing lanes well enough to get out a little bit. Because there's going to be no shot contests on that defensive end. Yeah, yeah. No, you have nothing. Um, and honestly, I'm trying, this, dude. I'm trying. I'm staying. You really are, and I, I have no input on this. I can't tell you. I sat here. I was like, hmm, "How's this team gonna play defense?" I was just like, "Man, I hope Neesmith shoots it thirty times." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and honestly, like even the spacing on this team is not very good. You know. Um, like, I guess it's okay. I uh, mean, unless Carson Edward rolls it back to NCAA March Madness and goes off for 70. Right, which, to be fair, I mean, like, the highlight has to be that Cleveland preseason game, right, where he hit, what was it, six threes or something? Yeah, I mean, I've said this before. Edwards is a high-usage guy. He was like, do you remember when we used to speak about Rozier and say Rozier needed the ball in his hand to make anything count? balling, by the way? Balling, dude. Balling out. Oh, my God. Efficient, yeah. too, which is, like, <laughs> the biggest surprise. Gordon Hayward turned up and said, like, Terry, we're not going to have anything like when we last played together in Boston. You're going to pull yours, and we're going to start winning games. We're 43% from three on eight attempts a game. Whoa. Dude, LaMelo, like, LaMelo, Rozier, and Hayward aren't actually a bad trio. Like, <laughs> let's, be, let's be fair. The defense sucks, but the offense is good, dude. They're very fun. They're very fun. They are fun. But getting back to Boston, like, um, yeah, anyway, Edwards. Yeah, I've lost my train of thought for a moment. Edwards needs the ball in his hands as far as I'm concerned. So maybe in a game like this where he'd be able to have high usage, that maybe he could make something happen. If, and if Brad Stevens is doing this and he's been putting him in recently, if the only reason he's doing it is to build trade value, I'm all for that too. Because at the moment, Edwards had zero trade value. So, you know. Yeah. Who would you want to take the most shots on this team? Peyton Pritchard. Give me, yeah, okay. And I, that was the expected answer. And then give me your second answer. Aaron Neesmith. Yeah. But you know, it's probably Marcus Smart. Marcus like Smart. Is the, it, what if, what if we're overthinking this? And this is actually, I mean, Marcus Smart's the actual like 
legit starter still available, right? Yeah, he's your go-to guy on both sides of the floor. And what if what if we're just like sleeping on Marcus Smart dropping 40? I mean, do you know what? It's genuinely possible. It is. It's genuine because he's going to have the opportunities to do so. I'm not saying it's going to be on good percentages, but it's definitely possible. Yeah. But what happens when teams start trapping Marcus Smart and there's literally no one else that can score, dude? Right. Yeah. Trapping Marcus Smart. Wow. Yeah, no, but you're not wrong. Um, I, I would guess that you get like 15 free throw attempts from Marcus, you know, just running at the rim and throwing his body into guys and falling to the floor, screaming for a foul. Screaming and one while he throws up some BS that has no chance of going in. Do you know what? Um, I want the NBA to consider giving teams like Boston, the ones that are really like vertically challenged due to the COVID protocols, I want them to spot them a handicap. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, you know, nothing major. We like just get a pick of, you, you know, you could protect three guys on the other team, but we get a pick of one. What? And take one to your team? Yeah. Just for That's the day. That's not going to help against the Bulls, though. They've only got two or three guys worth playing. That's fair. That's fair. But you take their one center, there goes their size. <laughs> I mean, no, uh, dude. Like, I, I was think we're on to something. I think I was we're thinking of this yesterday. Like, if you look at the Celtics' average size of their remaining players, it is so skewed because of Taco, dude. Like, yes, you have to remove him from the averages, and then I think it sits at like six foot one. Oh, six Oof. two. I haven't actually done the math, but it's going to be short. Right. That is, yeah, because I'd, I'd be one of the taller guys on that team right now. Jeez, jeez, yeah, no, I would, uh, I, I'd fit in, I'd fit in on the practice squad. I'm six free, so I'd be, you're, you're kind of, I don't know about one of the taller, I, I guess, because on, on Tremont right Carson now, Pritchard, I'm taller than Pritchard, taller mm-hmm. than Tremont, taller than Carson. How tall smart is in my height? I, I want to say smart is your size. He might even be 6'4". Let's check this out here. 6'3". So I'm the same height as Marcus Smart. Jeff Teague is also 6'3", apparently. I've got mad ball handling skills as well. Can't oh, yeah? Shoot. Yeah, that's my, that was my thing, dude. I've got mad handles. No hops. No hops at all. No? No. I'm old. I don't know about my burst. I could probably get one good burst of speed out before I need to sub out. Did you, did you have like players um i mean we'll, we'll say celtics players that you kind of like stole pieces of your game from i mean i stole most of my game from like and one videos more than nba guys. oh wow okay so this is where the handle comes from i watched one yeah. of these recently by the way again because they're a lot of fun but i couldn't help but be like man that guy carried like eight different times and oh, he dribbled dude, twice dude, yeah. but you know no blood no foul <laughs> I stole, yeah, most of my moves came from uh, and one videos. Um, I was a big Iverson guy growing up as well, just because of the handles. I was a guard. Okay. Uh, I, I got that one Rondo layup, you know, the one where you yes, take the pass. Yes, this is my this is my crap right here. Rondo was the guy I took everything from. I had the fake behind the back pass. I had the actual behind the back. I had the one that, you know, you look like you're going behind the back, but really you just put it in front of you again. Um, yeah, the fake layup where you show and then reverse pivot, and then I would brick the heck out of the floater, floater on the other end. But I got the guy so hard. If you just cut the clip right after he goes flying by, you know, then it looks good. Yeah, for sure. I remember for playing sure. in a game, and have you seen the and one move where you go up for the, um, you know, where you go for a layup and you pass it under your leg and then you finger roll. Yeah. So you jump up and it's under your leg and finger roll. Mm-hmm. 
I went for an under the leg and then you throw it over like behind the back pass while you're in midair. This is mid game. Yeah, mid game. Oh, you were cocky. I'm yeah, dude. No one here. (laughs) And uh there was a few. There was, I was playing at a good level at this point, and I was like, I got this because I drew two guys to the hoop as I drove, and I could see the guy in the weak side corner was open. So I tried to hit him with this pass, and it just went into the stands, dude. Yeah, I got benched for the rest of that game. Who's the most likely guy on the current roster? Say these eight players to try that move. Marcus Smart. It has to be Marcus, right? <laughs> He's just it like, has oh, to be this. Marcus. I yeah, for this. sure, for <laughs> sure. I think Pritchard yeah, actually might be the most likely to pull it off, though. I think Pritchard I'm, has that uh, that Rondo show and show and go. Yeah, it's a proper street ball move. Like I'd hit that so many times on a street ball court as well. But everything's a lot slower. You don't have guys chasing you down as much. Yeah, and, uh, I tried it, dude, and my coach chewed me out on the bench on the way to the bench. You I'm deserve that home. one. You deserve yeah, that one. It's like, okay, coach, I get it. He's like, you're not in the NBA. I'm like, yes, I am, coach. Men- like men- mentally, I mean, <laughs> mentally <coach>. I <laughs> there was like eight people watching and in my head there's like forty thousand. right like, oh, i got this i'm a highlight reel no dude right it's super basic it like the most basic and one move but i don't know who discovered that you could put the ball in your shirt and hit it around and for some reason every time you hit it it comes out right in front of you you know what i'm talking about Put it in yeah, your shirt, obviously, you hit it, it goes full circle around your body, and every single time, it comes out right in front of you. So my biggest move, I had two that use, I used to use. One was the boomerang. Have you ever seen that one, where you flip it behind someone's head and the ball spins up and comes back over? Yeah. And you make that clap sound, so it sounds like you've passed it. <laughs> yeah. And they go spinning, dude. I, 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 like, I remember spending hours in my backyard learning that move, man. Like, just doing it over and over again so I could get that proper good slap on the ball. Yeah. And uh, the other one was like where uh, you you do like a an in, a, a between dribble a couple of times and then you'd literally just bounce it at the one side of them and then like sidestep the other way so they'd run thinking you'd gone behind their back and then you'd just come back. Like I'm telling you, I want to see Pritchard pull these all out. Pritchard's going to be the guy that drops the uh, the slip the slip and slide move. You're going to have to describe this one a little bit better. The one where me. it goes through your legs and then you roll over the floor and then you get oh back God. Up. Oh, God. That's yeah. the I feel like that's the Peyton Pritchard move. Dude. Yeah. And he'll do it while putting it through someone's legs. I wonder if we could get a little like Mike going on from Tremont Waters. Yeah, I watched like Mike like two days ago, no lie. Really? <laughs> yeah, I introduced my daughter to it. I was like, let's watch this movie. It's, it's amazing. This one. It's She's movie. like, I've put it on. She was like, this is basketball. Why is everything with you basketball? Yeah. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's Vince Carter. You don't understand. Yeah, I'm like, this is Vince, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. <laughs> little cameo. You oh, might as well say hello to everybody now. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we, we kind of got completely off topic. Of honestly, though, like, I mean, the game what was, was going to be, the game was going to be entertainment, honestly. It was and not we provided to- you with entertainment in place of said entertainment. It's true. It's true. Well, yeah, it, it was supposed to be like initially competitive entertainment. And I think competitive aspect of it went out the window when you saw uh, all these guys that aren't six feet tall playing in an NBA game. Um, it was yeah. like a reverse Harlem Globetrotters. It was. Yeah, we were the uh, Washington Generals for a, for a quick minute. I think that's the name of the other team. They weren't exactly highlighted very often. Who who are they? They're the team that the Globe Charters play every single time. 
Oh, so it's like the G League team. Yeah, imagine getting casted for that team. Like, I, I wonder, is that like a stepping stone to the Globetrotters? I think they beat them one time. So I know a Globetrotter. So if, I know two, actually. So if people do want to hear from the Globetrotters, tweet at us and we'll get them on the episode. We, we'll get them on an episode soon. Yeah, there we go. I know two Globetrotters, one English, one American. We can definitely make that happen. There we go. But I think that I think that's uh, about all we got here. I really, I really commend you for spending some time uh, doing some analysis on the defense of this roster. I'm like, genuinely. You are a trooper. You're a trooper I'm for that one. Genuinely considering writing an article about it. <laughs> I'm not even joking because I just genuinely feel like those those two schemes there, luck and trail and triangle and two, are the most beneficial to this roster, just because of the pressure that you can put on guys in the way you can funnel them. Because if you've got Taco, you don't, you can't play switch. I don't know if I really trust him too much in drop. So triangle and two all day, baby. And then if Taco's on the floor, luck and trail and funnel. Yeah. Why not? Why not? I'm just going to agree with you because honestly, like I said, I didn't spend the time thinking about how this defense was going to work. I, I spent air- like four hours yesterday. Dude, You're just hilarious. Like, like I don't Props know. see you. Look, hold on. I'll turn my camera on so you can see real quick. Props look, to you for this. Like I said, I looked at this and, and like, I looked at this Philly game. I've got like, I've drew plays out. Oh, no, that's the wrong bit. Um, <laughs> where's my plays? I was drawing plays out somewhere. I hear some. I was drawing plays out and how it was all going to work. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Fully so, prepped. Yeah, dude. I was like proper like, how could how could this work? How can you limit Bam Adebayo? Right, you need to play man-to-man on him. But you can't play man-to-man on him and Jimmy because what you're going to do if everyone else triangle into? What happens right. when Taco's in there? Right, you need to you need to force shooters off the line. How are you going to do that? Luck and trail. How do you force them onto Taco? Luck and trail. What happens if it's a fast break? Pray to God that somebody gets back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, look at, you look at this Philly game and seven players, right? Um, Tyrese Maxey, 44 minutes. Danny Green, who was playing point guard for them for a while, uh, 36 minutes. Dwight only plays 24 somehow. Um, I can't tell you I've ever heard the name Dakota Mathias, um, rookie this year. Starts for them, plays 41 minutes. Isaiah Joe, who was a draft pick in the 40s or 30s, he's a second rounder, pays 45 minutes. Um, another second rounder, late second rounder, may have even been undrafted. Um, Paul Reed, 26 minutes. You see Tony Bradley played 24, seven players. So, yeah, I looked at this and I was like, all right, Tyrese Maxey got 33. Dang, Tyrese Maxey got 33 of their 100 shots. He shot a third of their shots in – I looked at that. I was like, man, that's going to be Pritchard and Smith. I hope. And it was excited for it. But honestly, it was going to be smart. Smart was going to shoot 50 of the 100 shots. <laughs> for <laughs> sure. Now that, now that we've talked it through, Marcus Smart was going to shoot the ball every time. Oh, God. And when it weren't Marcus Smart, it would be Pritchard. I, I, I really feel sorry because Neesmith could be the guy that comes into this game who's probably the most pure shooter on the roster that gets the least amount of shots. Yeah. Like, and it, it could have been something where he really excelled and, and like came into a role and it still could be it still yeah, could like be. we say there's obviously there's chances that this can happen all the way up to the orlando game so we, we can yeah. see what happens and again i'm going to probably look at the way the defense can work <laughs> because offensively i feel like there's enough firepower there that you can put points up yeah i i will dive into my defensive ideas and get back to you on this I'm telling you, triangle and two and lock and trail, mixing between the two. I, I hear did, your logic. 
I did mess with the um the chain rotation as well, like um chain switching. So everybody switches onto the next man up every play. So every time the ball moves, everybody rotates to the next man. But the amount of um because of how many the, the lack of players and the lack of people in that rotation, guys would be gassed because that's a really high octane form of defense. Right. Right. Which I mean, you're probably getting guys gassed no matter. But I mean, yeah. Boston should just message tips like, dude, how do you keep guys in a game for 40 minutes without them dying? Yeah, you assume like we don't have an open line of communication with tips. We've had yeah. Boston has to. Yeah, like, but yeah, the only guy that's made for this in the entire league right now. It's <laughs> true. That is so funny. Tibbs, yeah, Tibbs is just unfazed. He's just like, dude, this is where I shine. I have been waiting for this. He's like, is Taj, Taj Gibson available? We're good. What are you talking about? Yeah, dude, have, have I got Taj? Yeah, okay, then. Is Derek Rose on a team? Else. Damn. Is who? Is Derek Rose on a team? <laughs> Derek. <laughs> Could you remember? <laughs> I've just got images of Derek Rose on his 37th to 39th minute, just like tired, dude. Yeah. Ready to sleep. But cooking. 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 52 points, 17 assists, 109 rebounds, and ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, so this wasn't our usual type of show. We're trying to make it a little bit more entertaining. Uh, you know, this is how me and Brendan usually speak when we're not recording anyway. So we yeah. just thought. A little more loosey goosey. Yeah, we'll give you guys an insight into. I've never said that concept. phrase in my life. By the way, that was. I've started using negative Nelly. That's not a bad one. It's a lot Somebody better than like, loosey goosey. Let me tell you, loosey goosey. It's not. A, no, you don't have to say it. It's okay. We can. We can never say that again. That's in a chip. Da 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 da. When I popped off and da, 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 da. that's in that one. Is it? Yeah, I got that loosey goosey. Yeah. Oh wow, you're right. Wow, now I can't listen to that song anymore. <laughs> but, oh, yes, anybody listening, let us know who was going to be the one to shoot the ball 30 times and why is it Marcus Smart and why should it not be Marcus Smart? Who would you want it to be? And how many taco like- dunks? Uh, one. No, how dare you? I genuinely believe that if Taco Fall's playing on this roster, then you keep Taco Fall as close to the halfway line as possible. Yes, so you're can totally just right. protected. Yeah, four on five offense. Yeah, yeah. Yep. If Taco had a nasty outlet pass, we'd be really working with something. Yeah, dude, like um, a pitch pass. Yeah, a little Marcus Sol going on. Yeah, a little Marcus Sol, Kevin Love, like one handed, yeah. full court. Right. To Love, yes, Kevin to, Love's a really good one. Yeah, to um, to Marcus Smite in the LeBron James role. Yeah, the wide hit up Gordon and be like, hey, can we hang out Smart, with Melo a little bit? actually, have you seen the videos of Marcus Smart playing wide receiver? No. He's got hands, dude. He can catch. He just does it with the Celtics, guys. He was doing it in the bubble a little bit. But, like, uh, that's a really good point. If Taco had that full court pass and Marcus Smart was playing receiver on those. Oh, yeah. Uh, I really it. wanted to see how creative Brett he'll catch it. Up. He'll catch it with and drag two feet inbounds. He'll call a touchdown. Dude, could you imagine do a little Brad celebration Stevens dance? Ref will be like, "That's out of bounds." What are you doing? Stevens, yeah. Have you oh, seen? Uh, yeah, his. Have you seen his? Uh, his college tape, the ball. Could he really? Uh yeah. It was day three, right? It was the one at the par. It was. It was something oh. like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was the poor, the par, the poor. Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because at he, this point, he, he, he might need to get out there. He, might, he went I mean, from his senior year, listen to this, he went from his senior year directly to an assistant coach. Wow. 
Like that's that's it's not something that happens, right? Clearly high IQ guy. Yeah, it was just Sells like right ball. now. I, I probably weren't that good as a player. So those that can't do teach, I'm becoming a coach tomorrow. Yeah, get out there. Yeah, exactly. Get out there and run some points. And those that can't do and can't teach, podcast. That's why we're here. We're insiders. <laughs> we're insiders. Dude, I, I've left my house a handful of times in almost a year. I am officially an insider. Yeah. Guys, you'll catch us again later in the week where hopefully we're uh, a little bit more logical. You've learned about my uh, my my infamous benching incident. Yeah. How dare you? How dare I'd you? It. I'd do it again too, dude. I very much believe that. I'd do it again. <laughs> Tomorrow. There you go. I'd also Thank you. 40 pounds on a bet. You lost what? 40, English money, 40 pounds. No, yeah. I know. Uh, because yeah. I, I said to somebody I could make five out of 10 shots from half court. Mm-hmm. And I made I made four. Oh, you made four. So you got close at least. I, got I thought you were about form, to be like, dude. I made one. No, I got the form, dude. But like, um, and like our half court is like not your half court. There's a good, probably ten foot difference. Closer uh, or further? Closer, dude. On oh, a street court. So you're, so you're doing jumpers. You're not like pushing it. It's still far, dude. But like, um, yeah, I like, got the form, dude. But it's all the legs. Yeah, it's. All, well, do you know what I do? Like, um, it was like a Lanzo shot. So like, you kind of like cannonball it behind your head, and then you just rainbow it up. Yeah. But just I was one short man. Which by the short. way, Lavar is like, yeah, I mean you just can't block that. It's so high above his head. Lavar's yeah, just well, like, yo, every baby I has is an NBA player. I could have a baby tomorrow. Six years time, boom, he's playing junior NBA. Yeah. He's not fun though. At this point I kind of believe him. Yeah, this good is like this dude is like the epitome of manifestation. Yeah. Just speaking into existence. We are gonna go. We'll speak to you again later in the week. Bye bye.